0: Theatrical Media. Hey, Schmaizettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty and I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Oh my gosh broadway's baby crazy
1: babies oh my god so many babies my, my 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 baby i've been listening to a lot of bright star this Ugh, week
0: isn't it so
1: Patty, Patty bright star has consumed my life i have Ugh. been listening to it so much and also spending a lot of fucking time thinking about it analyzing it reorganizing it yeah like i spent <laughs> i was like walking the dog today and like really started conceptualizing what the scenes you could write to to resolve like mm. like why All he never came to go see her when she was in college
0: well because he <sighs> didn't want to face her because his dad murdered her right his, so then baby. i was trying
1: to justify a or scene so he a, thought. show a scene i was like there has to be a scene to justify why what she did because she would have done something. So I was just brain- no. That's true. That's brainstorming. Brainstorming. <laughs> like oh, because I God. do
0: think I buy I buy his reason.
1: Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. But I understand what him. you're saying about but like why didn't why she wasn't she, she like hey what's him. happening exactly. where are you yes don't believe it. Yeah. So I've been thinking about Bright Star a lot. Those songs are fucking (laughs) catchy. You start listening to that cast recording and all of a sudden it is inhabiting your brain and you can't get any of the melodies out and all of a sudden it's just all you can ever, like, holy
0: shit. Uh Uh-huh. Catchy as fuck. I know.
1: Damn.
0: Oh my gosh. You know what? It's so funny that you mentioned that and I'm sitting here thinking, like, there is so much, like, Broadway babies happening. Like waitress has a baby in it. Yeah, you know, baby
1: at Bright Tuck, Star.
0: Tuck has like a Kids. child sort of a storyline. Yeah,
1: and Audrey McDonald's pregnant.
0: Oh, also,
1: <laughs> and Annalee Ashford.
0: And Annalie Ashford. Who
1: else? You know, it is. It is funny. I feel like for one of the first times I am noticing <laughs> that thing that people talk about where they're like, Oh, in the spring where all of a sudden you realize all these women are pregnant mm. and Broadway stars like having babies.
0: Well, it, so it was rumored and it was in what's her name? <laughs> Cindy, Cindy, Adams. Cindy, Cindy Adams, Cindy Adams
1: of the post.
0: Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who that is.
1: I just associate her with, like, old school 80s.
0: Our friend Kevin Daly sent me that that blurb from her column as well. And it was like, but, you know, okay, Audrey's pregnant, amazing, maybe. But then what? Lady Day, what happens to that? Well, it's being postponed.
1: That was the tell was that Kevin Daly went, he was like, This is a rumor. And then he went and looked, and they were no tickets weren't on sale. Oh,
0: anymore. I didn't know that. And he
1: was like, This is going to drop in the next 24 hours. Oh, interesting. And was like, oh, shit. And he hmm. was correct. He's always got good dirt.
0: He knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's very exciting. They're happy, yeah, so man. I'm happy. Happy, have those babies Yeah Cool Ugh, ugh I like everybody's clever tweets about it Like Like what? I don't know, people were making a lot of jokes about like Future Tony winner You know Audrey McDonald's Pregnant <laughs> with a future Tony winner Although you know Let's not get Put pressure on that I mean that she kid.
1: has A daughter already You
0: guys Right well I think It's because it's You know her daughter And oh, Will and Or her, Will her child Swenson. And Will Swenson's child so. Two Broadway babies Yeah Two Broadway babies Making a Broadway baby hmm. Maybe that baby Is gonna be an accountant
1: Yeah guys You know Let that baby do whatever They want to
0: Yeah follow your dreams baby
1: yeah, baby.
0: I like the way you're saying, baby.
1: <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Good for those crazy kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seem like they're raising a super dope family.
0: Yeah. The wee ones. Now they'll have their mm-hmm. own little wee one. I mean, not that the others weren't. Again, you know, it's just right. an exciting, unexpected surprise for them. So it would seem... Yeah.
1: You know, the more time I spend with my uh, nieces and nephew, I'm like, kudos to anyone willing to raise children.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah.
1: I can't do it. I'm not capable. I have, <laughs> m- not that I didn't before, right. but I have a, m- a deeper understanding for the respect that I have. And mm-hmm. like, literally, I'm not capable of that. Mm-hmm. So kudos. Thanks, all y'all.
0: Well, and speaking of Kevin D. Daly and Audra McDonald, her replacement Mm. is Rhiannon Giddens, who Mm. is a folk singer, opera singer, amazing lady who Kevin is obsessed with. And he sent me all of her stuff and was like, oh my Um, God, this is her replacement and she's so great. Did you listen to it? I did. She is really... I watched this piece that actually Audra... Tweeted it's about seven minutes maybe I don't know what it's from But it's sort of just about her Journey from mm. Just like folk musician To uh, You know she won a couple of Grammys And this didn't touch cool. on that But now she's going to make her Broadway debut And Savion Glover is Joining the cast as something As what? some Something I don't know uh, All of the articles just say like a role Conceived by George C. Wolfe Oh, I don't. I don't know why, and I don't know. It says like for this time, so I don't know if it's just while Audra's gone, huh. or if he'll stay in it when Audra comes back.
1: I'm very curious.
0: I don't know, but yeah,
1: there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of casting shakeups on the Broadway right now, and like they're exciting.
0: I agree. You know, like every, you know, I need to go see Heather Headley in the color
1: purple. Oh, me—that needs too. to happen. Also, oh my god, I've never seen Heather Headley live. Well, I
0: mean, who would, for the most part, because you know, it's her first trip to back to the Broadway. Oh my god, she obviously god. did stuff in insanity. in London, but lives in Chicago. You know, she doesn't.
1: I'm going to Chicago this week. <laughs>
0: You are going to Chicago this week. Why are you going to Chicago this week?
1: I'm seeing Kate Baldwin and The King and I.
0: Ugh, I can't wait to hear all about it.
1: I'm so excited.
0: I'm so broke. Otherwise, I'd be joining you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely, uh, I'm really lucked out. Yeah, well, and I moment. was just
0: there too, but it was like a, a week or two before it started, you know?
1: Right, right. Yeah, and I was trying to see if I could see something else, and there is a musical called Hazel, the musical, that's based off of, like, a...
0: Is it based on a TV show about a woman who gets hit by a bus? A TV show, yes. World
1: premiere musical comedy Hazel, based on the character created by Ted Key in the hit television series, 1960s. Yeah, I don't know. I mean I've I didn't know anything about it, but I um, Clea Blackhurst is headlining oh. it as Hazel and I've never seen her in anything that I know of. Hmm. But Kate Baldwin was like, I don't know anything about the show, but Clea Blackhurst is amazing and I'd see her in anything. Oh. So I was like, Oh, I'll get tickets, but they only the only performance I could go to that they have while I'm there is a one thirty matinee on Wednesday, but I have tickets to a tour of the Chicago Theater at noon.
0: Ooh, that's exciting. OMG, yeah, that's so. where I saw Donny Osmond. <gasps> in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat.
1: Exciting. I'm very excited. I love a theater tour. Mhm. And I don't I don't know that I've actually ever been on like a professional theater tour. I think all the theater tours I've ever had are just like by actors being like here's backstage. Yeah. Um so I'm excited. I hope they tell me lots of interesting things.
0: Yeah. But I
1: will not have enough time in between the tour at noon, which is in downtown Chicago, to get to Wherever the Drury Lane, oh yeah, it's like in the suburbs, right? And the performance is at one thirty, right? So that's a little kind of. Oh well, that's too bad. Oh well, I'm seeing Kate Baldwin. Yes. And I had this idea that I don't know what else to do on my Wednesday, and I was thinking maybe of going to the museum that has that painting and listening to
0: mm, Sunday in the Park with George.
1: Yep, there it is. Oh, it's (laughs) at the
0: Art Institute. (laughs) (laughs)
1: maybe i'll do that
0: that's a good idea
1: what other musical theater things could i do while i'm in chicago
0: um kill someone and then (laughs) star in a show
1: (laughs) i'm gonna go and look at the house that my mom grew up in oh
0: that's fun
1: yeah i have been there but not since i was a kid Mm -hmm.
0: So that's kind of cool. Is The King and I in your top five?
1: (gasps) Oh, God, no. I don't know. No, maybe. No.
0: What's your top five again?
1: Uh, The Color Purple, Ragtime, Sideshow. No, Sideshow, I took out of my top five because it's it's its too special to be in the top five. What did
0: I replace? It's like Newsies, yeah.
1: Gypsy. The Color Purple, Gypsy, Into the Woods. Ooh, what's the last one? Oh, I don't remember. Maybe Dessa
0: Oh.
1: I might have put Dessa in there. Mm. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I can't believe I don't Some, remember Sometimes what.
0: I was going through my own, and I forgot so Into the Woods. <laughs> I was like, what's,
1: what's the other <laughs> that's one? That's funny. I don't know. I mean, that's also, like, the list that I just rattled off, but I feel like I haven't thought about a top five in, a, like, a Maybe a really like months, if not a year, like where I've had a conversation where I was like really thinking about yeah. it. So I don't know. God, right now I would need to like, I mean, ragtime always. Yeah. Color purple, definitely always and forever.
0: I think color purple <sighs> is like my six, you know?
1: Your six. Like I can't. What's on your list? What's on your list? Um,
0: Guys and Dolls, She Loves Me, A Chorus Line, Into the Woods, Ragtime. hmm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. All right.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I mean... I and don't I don't know. If I saw a production of... I haven't seen a production of Guys and Dolls in a while. And the last one I saw was that, like, poorly conceived revival. But right. I do love it so much. So maybe if I saw a good production of it I would be able to lovingly take it out while still you know holding it in a special place but Mm. it's still it's still got to be there for now anyway I really want to see Waitress again oh me too
1: I was just thinking about that because I was like god I want to see that again and when we start talking top five I'm like oh I want to see Waitress again and consider it Mm.
0: wow that's big
1: I know. I know.
0: Mm. I mean, I definitely have ones that lie just outside. Joseph is is just there. I can't. I mean, I don't know that I could, but I love it. And it's so it's there hovering around a new brain, which was in and out. I really
1: want to put nine to five on my list. I think nine to five belongs on my top five. I think so. I love everything about that I think show. The I've seen that question, cast recording a bunch lately yeah. and being like, God, I just fucking love it. Well, and I
0: think the other question for me is some of these shows that I've only seen one production of, I don't, mm. I can't put in there. And we've talked about this too because I love Catch Me so much, but I don't know if I love Catch Me and I love that moment and I love that cast. Right. Like, right, I don't right. know if seeing it in another setting will be like, oh, I loved that production of Catch Me on Broadway. And it's, you know, it's not bad, mm-hmm. but, like, it's not what – it's not it, – like Color Purple, we were saying, can be done by anyone, anywhere. So we – I mean, we've seen twice now. But, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and Guys and Alls, even though that revival was so ill-conceived, it still was Guys and Alls, and it had those songs, and I love those songs and those characters and whatever.
1: mm, mm Mm-hmm.
0: It's not error-proof, but it's error-resistant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, I just love side shows so much. I was thinking, I was thinking, I think I might, I might almost be ready to, uh, to, to, Start listening to the cast recording, like oh. actually listen. You know, because I listened to it when it came out. Mm-hmm. You know, for Schmeezy consideration, right, of course. But I like sat down, listened to it once, mm. and then like put it away, and I have not listened to it. And I think I might be ready. God, I really. Oh my God, top five. I don't know. I made a great playlist at work on Saturday um i was you know there by myself and i'm usually on saturdays when i'm alone i'm like it's musical theater time mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i made a playlist that had wait i tweeted about it let me remember what i said oh my gosh okay so on my playlist i had honeymoon in vegas yes. nine to five catch yes. me if you can yes. *Chaplin*, yes. you're in town yes. and then i put on a hairspray yes and Xanadu. Yes. I didn't actually get to listen to all of them. Oh, and I also put Bright Star in there. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I didn't get to listen to all of them because my shift actually wasn't that long. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good playlist. Mm. I love Urinetown. town. Oh, you're in town's so good. That's one. That's one. I will. I would. Lo- I feel like I. I need to see more productions of it because I think. Oh, I'm Oh, y- did only you only know. see
0: Stage Door? Yeah, hey, I've never seen a full production No, no, no. Of
1: it. Well, I saw Stage Door and I saw it at LaGuardia High School. Oh, right. So I've only I won't, you know, and I fucking love it. I fucking yeah. love Yarn Town. Yeah. I love Yarn Town so much. Oh my god, that musical is so smart mm-hmm. and funny. hmm Did you see that Marin Maisie gif? Yes. It's, it's really nice.
0: <laughs> it is. It's
1: like. It's like, sorry to segue, but I was looking at my own no, Twitter that's and why. it's there. <laughs> I, I got distracted it. by myself. <laughs> I, said, I said, I was like, I'm really glad that Twitter allows pornography because it is highly erotic. It's a
0: good tweet. I love how surprised she is. Well, it's like
1: the forcefulness oh, because yeah. usually I think that movement is much more subtle. Mm. And the fact that he is pulling her with such intensity that her head hits back like that. You're like, oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Whoa. That has a lot more sexual tension in it than I think is usually played.
0: Absolutely.
1: I am ready to see The King and I right now.
0: Oh, you're going to see. Like it go
1: to Chicago TV. and see it on Tuesday and then like come back and see it on Saturday in New York because I need to see it. In <laughs> Maren. God, I want to see Marin so badly. I love her and I love that role. But here's the problem with The King and I, and the top five is, I don't know, King and I is also really racist.
0: Yeah, it's very problematic.
1: So, like, last t- the last time I went to go see The King and I, which was when Ann Sanders was in it, I sort of, like, came to this weird place where I was like, God, I, I love this show because of certain elements of it, but, like, if, you know, Asian American people are like, this is offensive and you shouldn't perform it, I have to be like, yep.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I see that
0: and I get it. Sure. And I, you know, there's a Mm. lot of like gender uh, and uh, heteronormative issues with guys and dolls. Like, basically, the whole thing is one big that. Uh, (laughs) But it's so charming. And it's like a weird thing to to try and, you know, reconcile.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know. Your fave is problematic. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Cats. Casting? Cats casting.
1: Casting, casting. <laughs> who is it?
0: Uh, I don't know who a ton of these people are in okay. Cats, which I think is fun. Oh, yeah, me because, either. Well, I think one of the best things about Cats, and I, I obviously haven't seen it, but is that it's such a dance-heavy show that it really allows dance yes. ensemblists to have roles. Yes. yes. Which is very Agreed. exciting. But some of the people I I know, and I think you also know, Quentin Earl Darrington.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Is Old Deuteronomy. He's Old Deuteronomy. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that casting. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know what role this is, but Sarah Jean Ford is Jelly Lorem. And Sarah Jean Ford is, I don't think I've seen her in a show, but I know her because she saved a little night music. (gasps) Oh! Do you remember that hero. story Oh yes yeah. of course if you don't know really great broadway story she was next door doing phantom of the opera and a little night music all the anns were out they were all sick was it ann i think it was ann i don't know one I of forget. the characters but she had done it elsewhere and knew the show so she went in what a fucking like, class act. Like,
1: that's amazing. That's nuts. That is amazing.
0: Uh, so she's in the show, so I'm excited to see her in that. And to that. go into
1: a completely different production with a completely
0: different I know. cast. With,
1: like, like, you know, maybe she probably, like, ran through blocking, you know, yeah. at, like, 7 p.m. And
0: I don't remember which cast it was, but you're either working with in a show with Bernadette or with Katherine Zeta-Jones, so it's not like, yeah. you know... A low pressure situation
1: it's <laughs> a high pressure situation I am excited to see this chick
0: hmm what a
1: badass
0: and then of course some newsies some newsies are in it
1: oh yes. yeah yeah Jess
0: Lapreto Aaron Albano also Eloise crop
1: <gasps> yes oh my god I am so excited for her. As Jenny and Dots. I don't know. I don't know what any of these
0: Jenny Any Dots. Oh, that's what it is. As Jenny Any Dots. I don't know what any of... I I know most of these names, uh, but that one I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. This show's going to be bonkers.
1: Yep. I can't wait. Yeah, we still don't have a Grizabella. (laughs) Because
0: Nicole Scherzinger passed. Right. I, I mean that's. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't I know. Think she, I think I know. Who would you cast? Oh, God.
0: Oh my God. Everyone. I would. I would
1: cast Bettina Miller.
0: Oh yeah. That was just off the top of my head. That's good. Um. God. All right, so Betty Buckley played this role. I would pass. Like, oh and my god! What wait, years was like how? Like, what's the age for Grisabella? Can she pretty much be any age?
1: I think casting wise, it can be literally be anybody. Yeah. But I think it's normally cast like diva.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, but I think since she does, she's the one that like gets picked to have a transformation, right. so like you can be anybody. Hmm. Um. um Wait, Patty, you don't watch Empire, do you? I don't. Oh, my God, Patty. Leslie Uggams has been on it.
0: Oh, sorry. Leslie Uggams.
1: She's fucking amazing and terrifying. I was just thinking of that because the other person I thought of who I would want to play Grisabella was Leslie Uggams.
0: Oh, sure.
1: (laughs) God. Did you see Deadpool? Leslie Uggams was in that, No, but I know
0: she's in that. I do want to see it.
1: Oh, Oh, my God. You're missing out on a lot of Leslie. I'm so sorry.
0: Well, it's almost June June Jones. So, (laughs) I honestly, I mean, I don't even know. I do know, and that's like everyone in the entire world. (laughs) But I'm trying to think of like not you know, like non-traditional, you know, Mm, and mm. and really, it can be anyone. So,
1: okay, I've got one non-traditional. Okay, Jeff Blumenkrantz. Oh
0: my god. Yes.
1: I want to see his take on it. Me
0: too. <laughs> I was thinking that manner too, because I was thinking someone like when Billy Porter was almost the witch. You know, something <gasps> like that. Billy Porter. I mean, Billy Porter, yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. What about Orfe? <gasps>
1: Orfe. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Oh, God. Yes.
1: You know, like legit and like type mm-hmm. Rachel York.
0: Oh yeah. Mm.
1: You know what I? You know who I want to see in Cats? Annalie Ashford while she's pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to see pregnant Annalie Ashford yeah. in Cats. That would legitimately be great. I think.
0: I agree. What about like? What if Patty just went in for like for one night? <laughs> What if every night was a different Grisabella?
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I'm there. Shit, but that means we have to no, see it again. No, I know, night. but
0: like wouldn't that be
1: Carrie Butler? Oh god. <gasps> Imagine Carrie Butler's every- Oh my
0: god. It would be <laughs> it would be the worst, but it would also be the perfect representation of how Ephemeral theater is supposed to be How it doesn't last for forever If you didn't know who was Playing her when you got there Uh, And they were just like at this performance
1: Oh my god Yeah That would be so cool You know who
0: would be great and who I can be a little hard on But who would act the shit out of it And and I think Could sing it in such a Like an affecting way
1: I'm so excited to hear what you're going to say Daphne
0: Rubin Vega
1: Oh my god. I am shocked that you would say her but uh, Do you know yeah.
0: what I mean though?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. yeah.
0: 100%. Did you think I was going to say Alice Ripley? No. Oh. I
1: was curious but to that see would who all, you were going to say. that she would also to think be great. Of who the people you don't like. Were.
0: Well, and it's not that I don't like Daphne Rubin-Vega. It's, you know, she just had a rough time for a bit there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Locally. Mm uh, so did Alice. Ah, I want to see American Psycho again. Yeah. Mm.
0: I did watch Daphne with Adam Pascal doing the their like disaster. They did light my candle for BCFA. Mm. And she sounded great. Right. Hmm.
1: That's good. Yeah. Good for her. Mm.
0: Well, I I'm really excited to experience cats. And I still haven't watched it and I'm not you going do. to. Yeah. Because now at this point it. I want this this in my face version to be my first. <laughs> and now, when people yes. come to TKTS and are like, Where's cats? The pe- poor people at like, TKTS can Peter. be like, It's at the Neil Simon.
1: Oh, God, it's going to the Neil
0: Simon. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: that's a big theater. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, but it's but cats. I'm sure. I bet it'll, it'll do well. well. sure.
1: I'm not, I'm not worried about yeah. cats. I think Which cats, is so funny because
0: I'm, people who like, hate, like, It's such a bizarre show that I don't understand how it does well with a mass audience who already seems to be like, "Mm, musical theater, but then they go see this ridiculous Mm. show. I don't know, man. Or maybe it just is as ridiculous as they think musical theater is, so they're like, well, that must be musical theater. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think that there's a lot of people who... Yeah, go see it because they're like, this is what musical theater is, and believe that that is the end all be all of musical theater because they don't see anything else and know anything else. Whoa, what an interesting perspective on musical theater!
0: Yeah, (sighs) (laughs) more casting. (sighs) We have casting, some more casting for the Muni.
1: God damn it, Muni. Yeah. Just let me live my life. I know.
0: 42nd Street in 42nd Street. Megan Secora is playing Annie.
1: Oh, fuck. I,
0: <laughs> I'm just going to keep making you feel bad. It.
1: That's going to be amazing. Yeah. God, oh, people in Oklahoma. You must feel so lucky no, once no, a year. Yeah, the Munis
0: in St. Louis.
1: Shit. I was thinking about Oklahoma <laughs> because. Emily Skinner is doing a production of 42nd Street at the Lyric. (laughs) I
0: know why you were thinking of Oklahoma. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, how many productions of 42nd Street happen at any given moment in this country?
1: Are there two productions of 42nd street In summer stock this summer That I'm like fuck my life I wish I was seeing Both of them. They're yeah,
0: fairly close to each other too I mean not that Missouri and Oklahoma <gasps> oh, are so trip. close A 42nd but... street road <laughs> trip You say No I did not say that
1: <laughs> I, If I'm Listen I'm already I'm going to Chicago I somehow gotta get my ass to LA to see Rachel New yeah. York Still haven't bought that Flight actually Uh-oh. I should do that
0: Yeah, you already have the ticket to the show.
1: Yeah, I have the ticket to the show. When is is. it? um, It's not until August.
0: Um, We finally have our actual Mary in Peru. It makes much more sense. (laughs) Elena Shadow. (gasps) I know, right? Approved. I love her. Uh, Young Frankenstein. Robert Petkoff is Dr. Frankenstein. From He's Tata in the Ragtime Revival. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, my gosh. In Fiddler, our good friend Alan Schmuckler is playing Model. What? That's exciting.
1: That is cool. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Alan Schmuckler, if you don't know, he's a singer-songwriter from... Chicago and he sent us a video Of Jesse Mueller They sent us it together Singing one of his songs Tuscany Oh my god it was so exciting
1: That was so exciting
0: Mm. So that's the Muni those are the people we know Anyway (laughs) cast at the Muni (laughs) If any of you I don't know if any of you are from St. Louis Or from that area and go to the Muni But let us know if you see any of these shows And what you think of them
1: Yeah God, give me a
0: bootleg. <laughs> also that.
1: <laughs>
0: Christian Borrell's arms are going to be doing double duty. Oh
1: my this god. Summer. Get out right. of here, Christian Borrell. Yeah, next
0: season. He so we already know he's gonna be in falsettos. And I didn't even put this together until I saw this article <laughs> that was like, Don't worry, Christian Borrell is doing both falsettos and Charlie in the chocolate factory. It's crazy.
1: When are those shows happening?
0: Falsettos is going to be in the fall, and it's scheduled through January 8th. And then? And then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know if it... Oh, it begins performances in March. mm Hmm.
1: God damn it, Christian Borle, you just are like, I really want to compete against myself and split votes at the Tony Awards for leading actor in a musical?
0: I mean, that's nuts. And I wonder, like, obviously, no shade to Christian Borle, but I wonder how that feels to the people who are going to be doing falsettos, because then that means that if your show Mm. does go on, you know, if it doesn't end at the limited run or whatever... Then you're losing a cast member right before awards season, and granted, view uh, nominators and I guess voters will have already seen the show. Not all of them. Right? Well, not, well, that's the other thing. Not all of them. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love Christian Borle. I'm not like it's weird because I feel like I don't actually have any negativity about this casting. I'm like, no, well, that's not amazing. At all, yeah. But then when you also start thinking about it, then you're like, wow, greedy. I mean, like he's not. And like he I would never tell him to like turn these parts down, right. but like I can sure as other actors must that it must be frustrating. Well, right. I'm sure a lot of people who audition for both of those roles are like, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> like, it's not like, are you like, fucking kidding me? It's not <laughs> like it's a Bonnie and Clyde Newsies situation because. Right,
1: right. It's like prearranged yeah. that he's going to be starring in these two things. Yeah. 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 And like if falsetto stays at its limited run, I mean, whatever. I, I find, I find it interesting when shows do Revivals that come in the fall Especially as a planned one I mean I know Spring Awakening wasn't planned Short run but If you have a revival That runs in the fall I mean You're, you're not gonna win it Tony. Well right
0: I don't know I think it's interesting because then also People may question Depending I mean again None of this has happened yet so it's all speculative But oh if Christian Weren't doing this second show Would we not be just stuck with our limited run, because mm.
1: wait. So, do you think that he had booked Charlie in the Chocolate Factory first, and then the limited run of Falsettos was planned around?
0: Hmm. You know, is that a possibility? That's a possibility only because they ha- did have trouble with casting Falsettos, like since right? it was supposed to be this season, right? And one, it, it seems more like a an art project and the other m- more fun and commercial.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Art project, I don't mean like arts and crafts. It made it sound like, <laughs> but, you know, an artistic venture. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you know, again, like we said, nothing against the casting. Great for both of those roles. I think right. he'll be so, I think he'll be so fun as Willy Wonka.
1: I, I mean I think I think he's perfectly yeah. cast in both parts. Yeah. I yeah. I mean like he's a total like dream cast for both those roles, which is why it's like you're not really mad at right. it but at the same time you kind of are.
0: Yeah. It just it's You're and, like
1: what a wealth of Christian Borle. Yeah. What about all those other people? Yeah. But what a wealth of Christian Borle.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. Rob McClure is joining Something Rotten, speaking of Christian Borle shows.
1: That casting actually is interesting enough to me that I'm like, oh, let's Something Rotten again.
0: Yeah, and we're, again, we're, like, removed enough from it that we would probably find it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now that I think about it, I have no idea who's playing the Christian Borle role, unless, is he still in it and just hasn't left I yet?
1: have no idea, actually. The...
0: The Christian Boral role being William Shakespeare. <laughs> question, I don't know why nah, I said nah, the that. Christian
1: Boral part. <laughs> That's really funny.
0: I guess he's still in it. I'm not sure when he's leaving. Oh, this is interesting. IBDB now has current cast information. Yes,
1: yes, I've seen that. Isn't it great?
0: That's exciting. Yeah.
1: Super, super nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then, so I. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I would definitely see that. I wonder what Brian Darcy James is doing. Unless, he, you know, he's been in it for a while. Just saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Or if he's got something lined up. Uh, and then one last piece of casting uh, is <laughs> not going to be our favorite. But Darren Chris is opening the Hedwig tour. Okay. But also I think it's interesting that he's just opening it.
1: Like he's only doing in like one city? He's
0: doing... He's doing San Francisco and L.A., Hmm. which makes sense. He's from San Francisco, and then obviously he, you know, he's an L.A. guy now. Hmm. So I don't know who's going to – I'm interested to find out who's going from there because we saw Darren, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I saw all of them. I (laughs) I saw all of them. So I couldn't remember if – but we saw him together because we definitely talked about it, and he was, you know, underwhelming.
1: Mm -hmm. Very much so.
0: Not bad, but underwhelming.
1: Yeah, just not what not what I not a take on the role that I was interested in viewing.
0: Yes, so I'm interested to see who will be like following him. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I'm especially based on the fact that I mean I don't know I guess I'm curious to see how what the celebrity power of the other. Choices are, if it happens.
0: You yeah, know. exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to if anyone's seeing Tuck Everlasting coming up, they're running a contest right now where you can win a backstage tour with one of no! what they're calling Tuck, one of the Tuck boys. Oh. So, um, Jesse, who is Andrew Keenan-Bolger. Miles who's Robert Lindsay, who plays the oldest tux son, and Hugo who is played by Michael Wartella they uh, are you know the I don't know cute guys in the show mm-hmm. so I'm um, that's sort of the angle they're going with <laughs> cuz you're supposed to team you're supposed to tweet if you're team Jesse team Miles or team Hugo and then somebody gets picked to <gasps> To go backstage, and obviously you have to see the show to win the prize. So
1: right, oh, that's fun.
0: Yeah, so there's a little video on their Facebook page. I think they tweeted it out as well. So take a look at that. That has all the information. But uh, I thought uh, I wanted to give them a little shout out for that. That's great. So also, Encore's season was announced for next year. We did miss the third show of this season. Do I hear a waltz? But it just, I don't know. I wasn't interested.
1: I know. I mean, I feel a part of me is like, Oh, I should have. Right. Because it's hard to be
0: discerning with, with encores because it really is hit or miss. Right. Like I, again, this podcast is full of Kevin D daily, but Mm -hmm. I was talking to Kevin because the paint your wagon cast album came out. And I was like, oh, I didn't see that one. And he was shocked that I missed a Justin Guarini musical. (laughs) But I was like, well, I was just like uh, the bandwagon and Zorba and Lady Be Good had all just sort of sucked my soul dry. Mm. Like not that they were bad, well, Zorba was, but they were just such like ridiculous nonsense. Mm -hmm. And in in only a mildly fun way – That I just, and apparently the one that I missed was like the most enjoyable one. And I mean, according to Kevin Daly, who, you know, I trust his opinion about shows as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But, but so, but I don't know. How do I know if I had missed that one? It wouldn't have been another like ball of nonsense.
1: I mean, we'll never know.
0: So I think I'm hearing lovely things about Do I Hear a Waltz, but also that it's just sort of like an okay show, so Mm. it's fine. Um, But anyway, next year we have uh, The New Yorkers, which is a Cole Porter musical from the 30s. It's about uh, Hmm. Prohibition, so that might be fun. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. We have the golden apple by Jerome Moros oh. or Moros. Mm. Helen of, of Troy as a bored housewife. Ulysses as a dashing hero of the Spanish-American War. The whimsical and toweringly ambiguous 1954 musical, The Golden Apple, uh, Does uh, All <laughs> That and More. So it's <laughs> it's a, a retelling of the Iliad and the Odyssey. So, Emily, oh, I know God. you love I know you love heroic poems, so get ready for it. I don't know. That sounds interesting to me. So I think these, these will be good. And oh, my God, Emily. What? It's like Encore like, saw into my soul they do? last season and this season. Or, well, I guess this season and next season. Because next season, the third show they're doing is Big River. <gasps> I'm so excited. Oh god,
1: congratulations.
0: Thank you. Wow.
1: Thank you. That is... I love Big that's River. That's really exciting. That's really... I mean, speaking of top really five, maybe it will knock something out. I
0: that's don't know. That's legit. I mean, I thought that way about 1776, and I was happy with the production, but also happy having it live where it lives in my heart mm-hmm. uh, and out of my top five. So I don't know. We'll see you with Big River, though, but... I like seeing shows even if they don't end up going there. And I shouldn't put so much, you know, importance on that. But I like seeing shows that I think have the potential to be one of my favorites. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Especially if I know them already. So I know I'm not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Because I know I love something about it to begin with. I love Big River so much.
1: Hell yeah, man.
0: Very excited
1: It is so exciting I'm excited to see it
0: I think you'll like it I mean it's enjoyable And there aren't like Like 25 minute scenes About politics Oh so. <gasps> thank god Oh my god <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs>
1: 1776 was rough mm.
0: Really rough And one last thing The robber bridegroom Is getting a cast recording That's so
1: exciting
0: I know I know I think I think it's one I'm going to listen to a lot. Mm. I think it's going to yeah. be good.
1: Yeah, that's going to be good. Especially, I've been able to. I've been playing Bright Star at the ca- cafe mm. quite a bit. Um,
0: yeah,
1: somebody complimented me on it the other day. Actually, they were like, "Thanks for playing yeah. Bright Star," and I was like, "You're welcome." Oh <laughs> Somebody also thanked I me for playing that. Lauren Hill the other day, and I was like, "You're
0: welcome." Oh well, yeah. <laughs> And quickly, speaking of the Robert Bridegroom, Louis Peitzman just did a really great feature on Patti LaPone. And one of my favorite things about it was that she brought up the fact that that was the first show that she had done on Broadway, even though everyone sees her as sort of a dramatic. Mm. Actress and the one thing she would love to do, and this is the best part because this is what she called it is a situational comedy. (laughs) Uh, Yes! Oh my god! (laughs) Isn't that great? Don't you want to see Patty Lapone in a situational comedy? Yes,
1: of course. Oh my god. What kind of situational comedy would she be in? well shit, she had that sitcom pilot with Laura Benanti where Laura Benanti was mm. like a, had a bookstore or wrote children's books or something like that. Publishing? Something like that.
0: I don't remember.
1: Oh my god, if anyone has a copy of that pilot, if anyone has like a tape of that, I would fucking kill to see it.
0: Carolee, 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 Carolee
1: update! Carolee Carmella has been just... Really blossoming on social media <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she posted a
1: really I wasn't exactly the Maybe it connects to that um, contest You were talking about Something about cards oh, uh-huh. The Tuck Boy cards Is that part of the oh, contest? They're,
0: yes it is this, And also I was like Oh Andrew Keenan-Bolger have, Learned a thing or two from I know, newsies I right? Making cards
1: Yeah she made a She was like raiding Their like dressing room And finding cards mm-hmm. um, It was
0: adorable mm-hmm. Oh, there was also a really adorable interaction between her and Andrew Keenan-Bolger. On May 12th, she sang a little bit from Hello Again, because in one of the songs in Hello Again, she mentions May 12th, and then Andrew, she was just like filming herself, and Andrew tweeted at her, in all caps, why did you not let me be your cameraman for this?
1: So funny. Why didn't you let me be Ugh. your camera woman for this?
0: Good question. I'll hop
1: to it, it can be in Times Square in fifteen minutes.
0: Good question. <laughs> I mean, just she's the gift that keeps on giving. She really,
1: is she? Really, I mean, I you know I love her, but like her social I, media yeah. presence is just. I just feel like for such a a long period of time, that time being like two years. I was obsessed with Carolee Carmelo, but didn't have any social media presence from her. And now I Mm -hmm. can be obsessed with her and have her social media. Can
0: you imagine if that was happening then, No, but see,
1: I'm really glad that she wasn't on social media when I was uh, crazy obsessed with her and
0: didn't know how
1: to control it. I'm very grateful. Yeah, you
0: probably would have tweeted a lot at her.
1: Tweeted a lot at Stephanie J. Block during 9 to 5. So
0: No, (laughs) she wasn't on Twitter
1: then, was she? I might have. I forget. I probably did. God, I'm so glad you none of us remember any of this.
0: Mm. <laughs> no
1: shame. No shame.
0: Time please, hop will remind just, you. Please
1: don't go searching through my Twitter from 2009. <laughs> I'll pull out the gems and share them when I care to. Because mm. there's some great, mm-hmm. funny material in there. Most of it's just yeah. like somebody in the midst of a nervous breakdown. Oh. <laughs> I mean, a nervous breakdown is just like your twenties. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, just the extended nervous breakdown
1: that is figuring out what to do with uh, your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I look at my my Twitter and aside from when I was really boring when I first got on and was like <laughs> heading home, that was the best. watching Glee, oh my God. whatever you just tweeted um,
1: everything you did, it was hilarious.
0: But after that, then when I was still at my old job, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. angry tweeting, mm-hmm. so much angry tweeting. Oh, and even now, when I, you know, I try to curb it as much as I can just because even though it's like good to get some of that out, it's also, you know, yeah. I don't know. You don't need to put, put that out there unless I feel like I really have to. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, Careful what you tweet, everybody. I mean, everybody. I usually
1: let my rage at the theater ticketing websites spew onto Twitter.
0: Oh, well, and that's that, like, hopefully if enough people do that, they'll listen, listen and look at how their system works.
1: It was just such an ordeal to buy those tickets last week. It was so annoying.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anything else about Carolee?
1: Still the love of my life. That's not true. It's my dog.
0: Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On May 10th at 1254 p.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, Who knew that tap dancing during perimenopause could lead to pregnancy? Will Swenson and I are completely surprised but elated to be expecting.
1: Audra McDonald. Ah!
0: That's great. Here's my favorite part about it, though. Her follow-up tweet was, In other news, I may have had three croissants today.
1: Live your life, girl. Live your life.
0: And then Will Swanson replied with comment or retweeted with comment and said, and half my avocado toast. (laughs) And the like winky face with the heart. The winky Mm, kissy face. Avocado toast. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. You eat those croissants, girl. Yeah, you eat those croissants, you eat that avocado toast, you get that protein, you feed that baby, yeah, you feed yeah, that human being yeah, inside you, yeah. and you go tap for your life.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I know we are, we're we all on a hate-carb hate craze, but croissants, in the grand scheme of all the things, as someone that works in the coffee shop, out of all the things you can pick out of the pastry case, a plain croissant is generally the best thing you can pick.
0: Yeah, it's so light. I mean, it doesn't really, it's not
1: when people look at the pastry case and want to know what the quote unquote most healthy thing is.
0: That's a stupid question. First
1: of all, it's a stupid question because there's nothing remotely healthy inside the pastry case.
0: Yeah. What's the least bad? I mean, people do
1: phrase it that way also, which I think is equally stupid. If you think, if you're going to have a pastry, you're having a pastry.
0: Yeah, just have whatever you just want have a pastry. you've already ha- decided to have If you want a, a healthy
1: snack, don't have a pastry. That's my mm. philosophy because I yeah, well, don't eat sense. the pastries. And when I do eat the pastries, I pick whichever fucking pastry I want. <laughs> like, anyway, that's my pastry rant for the day. Audrey McDonald, eat those pastries.
0: That's our show. Until next week, you can follow
1: us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow
0: us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, Dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime,
1: go, go see live theater. theater.